Hello and welcome to the rankings uh, podcast that is different this week. It's it's not the it's not a normal episode. I know this was supposed to be our big 2023 movies episode that we have been uh, talking about for a while. Unfortunately, Ty got sick. He came down with strep throat. Um, Ellen just kind of has a lot going on this week and wasn't didn't have any time free to record. Uh, and so originally we're just gonna we're just gonna take a week off and push the 2023 movies up to next week. Uh, but instead, I, I reached out to my buddies Brian and Tobin, who you know, the multiple time guests on the show, um, and said, "Hey, could you guys bail me out?" And they said, "Yes, they're the hosts of Spread the Floor. It's an NBA podcast." And they said, "Sure, let's do an NBA or uh, let's do a ranking style episode." Um, but just NBA themes so we can just cross post it. So what you're about to hear is a spread the floor episode that I'm on um, where we are drafting a team of NBA players that were drafted in the 90s, uh, which is just a fun era of basketball to talk about. Um, And uh, they're cool enough to let me post it on the rankings feed so that you have some content rather than no content. So uh, sorry again. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, we will be back with a normal episode next week, assuming we're all good. Um, if you have any questions, uh, or complaints, whatever, hit us up in the discord, uh, discord's free link to that's on our social media bio and our show notes. Um, and, uh, we'll keep everybody posted there. All right. On to the episode. Welcome to Spread the Floor, the world's first and only NBA podcast, probably. I'm your host, Brian Gill, joined as always by the Tim Thomas to my Larry Hughes. It's my co-host, Tobin Hodges. Tobin, how's it going, buddy? It's going okay. It's going okay. I'm excited about what we have tonight, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped about this. I am too. I am too. We're going to get right to it, um, so let's bring in the third member of our crew tonight, the Rodney Rogers to our Tim Thomas and Larry Hughes. It's our new co-host. Danny Weiser. Danny, how's it going, buddy? Oh my God, I'm the rowdy one this episode. You get to be the Rodney Rogers. You you sit in the guest of honor, the, the seat of honor. So know? do we this think really that Danny's good. not dead or actually dead? Is because that's how it all started. Is that not yet? We couldn't figure out if Rodney Rogers was dead or not. So <laughs> sort of a dark, dark start to this whole this whole thing. But uh, the night stay is hard young, on, you Rodney know? Rogers. Yeah, the night is young. That's right. Uh, We're all here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, thank you uh, for bailing me out, by the way. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Look, so uh, this the 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 little inside baseball of this uh, was we Tobin and I did not record last week. We uh, we were we were otherwise um, obligated to other stuff. So this week I was like, all right, I gotta. I went to bed last night. I was like, I gotta figure out what we're doing on the show this week. And I woke up and we were texting. I woke up to the text from Danny saying, hey. Ellen and Ty both bailed on me today is, and he was, he, that's putting it nicely. He was very aggressive about <laughs> lots, both of them. Lots of expletives. Uh, I also was crying yeah, as I was yeah, sending it. And, and Ellen in particular, like it was, it was borderline <laughs> not okay with the stuff that he was saying. Does she, but have like, any, we're friends, does she so even we, have PTO yet from the, from the show? <laughs> I mean, the, she just started like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, not, really it's not great. Ellen. It's not it's great. Uh, but yes, he's like, Hey, they both bailed on me. Can we do some kind of a show? And I was like, yeah, because I have no idea what we were going to do on our show, and so uh, it's worked out. It's worked out well. Um, in that, I got to spend three hours doing research for a podcast that seventeen people listen to, and instead of doing you know real work or anything else. But uh, yeah, 
Yeah, this is good. If you don't, if you're listening on the Spread the Floor feed um, and you don't know who Danny is, Danny is the host of uh, a little show called Rank Kings where they rank stuff, I guess. I don't know. That's it. No, that's uh, literally it. Yeah, there's not, there's no other like deeper anything to it. Just <laughs> three people good. who rank stuff and that's it's welcome good. to the it's, show. It's perfect. Perfect. Uh, and if you're listening on the Rank Kings feed, uh, I'm Brian and Tobin is the other guy who talked earlier. We do a little show called Spread the Floor, which is a, a basketball podcast full of uh, tomfoolery and chicanery and occasional uh, just me like yelling about the referees and things like that. So uh, if that sounds like it's interesting to be yeah, fair, then, uh, they all know who I am because I'm Jude's dad. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. Tobin's <laughs> like a celebrity in the rankings community. So Jude is our most uh, listen or our like most famous <laughs> listener. And Tobin is Jude's dad. And that's it. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. If you just got to figure out how to make money out of this, Tobin. No kidding. Um, yeah. Okay, so what we decided on, we're trying to think of something that would be uh, fun, number one, fun to do, and number two would be something that wouldn't be um, too niche for Danny's listeners and wouldn't be too generic for our listeners. Uh, our our listeners are all learned doctors, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ours so are all that, ding-dongs. So. <laughs> exactly. That was the... <laughs> That was the implication, anyway, um, of of all of our commentary. So here's what we here's what we landed on. We are going to do a draft. Everybody likes drafts. We will be drafting um, NBA teams exclusively made up of players who were drafted in the '90s. So they had to enter the NBA between the years of 1990 and 1999. Um, a few things here, just to like set some rules, so because we do have to have rules, otherwise it's that Little Caesars commercial where the guy takes off his shirt um we are trying to build a real team okay so we're gonna draft 10 10 players each uh we're trying to build a real team so it's not just like i drafted seven centers or whatever it's we're, we're trying to put a team on the floor that can actually play basketball together um and we so positions play a part in this uh we may end up having debates about who is a small forward and who is not um, we'll try to keep that to a minimum or we'll try to make it entertaining either way, one or the other. Um, so if you have a, if you have a debate to bring to the table, just do it in a fun way, guys. Um, we will be snake drafting this thing here as well. Um, but we're, yes, we're going to, we're going to try to pick a team, uh, point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward center, and then five bench players as well. Again, all nineties players. And then at the end we will draft uh, a coach and a jersey from this era of basketball as well. The only other little rule I have, guys, is just the this sort of general thought of the player that we are drafting, we are sort of getting like the best version of them. We're not if 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 uh Tobin gets the first pick in the draft and he for some reason drafts uh Rip Hamilton with the first pick in the draft, he's not getting the nineteen ninety nine version of Rip Hamilton. He's getting sort of the the career of, of Rip Hamilton, I guess. Um, and we are assuming that this is a team that would be playing in like, you know, 96 to 2005 or something like that. Um, we're not taking nineties basketball players and dropping them into the year of our Lord, 2024 and asking them to shoot 73 threes in a game or something like that. So it's sort of, sort of era specific, um, to the players that we're actually talking about here. So, uh, does anybody have any other thoughts, questions, snide remarks, etc. before we before we get started on this? I never so, had a snide remark ever. So. <laughs> False. 
Hey, Tobin, um, I believe Tobin has set up the, the lottery balls, and uh, you, you will tell us the order in which this is going to go down. All right. The first pick of the draft is going to be, of course, it's Danny Weiser. <laughs> What's up, losers? Danny is the first pick <laughs> of the draft. And then second pick of the draft, I'm opening the envelope from the... For the is ping pong balls, it is me. I'm the second pick, and Brian, oh, that means you are the third pick of the draft. Okay. So. All right. Okay, Danny. Lead Shaquille O'Neal. Dang, Dang it. it. He's very big. He's very strong. He's very good at basketball. God, I'm so glad I got the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> that was my presumptive pick as well. That's the right. I think that's the right pick. Normally, I, I hate the first pick because you have to wait forever for your second pick. But I just feel uh-huh. like Shaq is kind of a league above pretty much the re- like. I feel like Shaq is in the top tier, and then you've got like a little bit of a dip till you get to everybody else. Well, and you have to think about the positions too. It's like, is there somebody else in this era that is close to Shaq? And I would say no. no I think I think he was close. in a tier all all to himself. Um, you could make a case in some of the other positions that like, yes, this player is better than than the next player that's going to get picked at that position. But they they are you know they're still Hall of Fame players. They're still very 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 good. It's you know five percent off. Shaq to the second best player from this era at this position um, is 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 a big drop off. So that's the right pick. Right. Pick. Thank you. Get wrecked, losers. I would <laughs> taking this whole thing home. <laughs> All right. With my first pick, I will do his former teammate. I'll take Kobe Bryant for Kobe my Bryant. second pick. Okay. Yeah. Also, somebody I would have had as in a tier. Former Charlotte Hornets. That's Kobe position. Bryant yeah. from the 1998 draft. <laughs> Famously, Charlotte Hornets. Great Famous. Kobe Bryant. Famously, Charlotte Hornet. Okay. Man. You gotta, I feel like we're all going to. You got to do it. Just I'm not. It. I'm it's not fine. gonna do it yet. I'm not gonna do it yet. I'm gonna wait until. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Um, my first pick here. I get back to back. Right, we're doing snake. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, very <laughs> nice of you. Uh, the. I'm gonna go. So thinking positionally, this is a big part of my 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 draft strategy or why I'm making this pick. I'm going with Grant Hill and my first pick. Interesting. Um, Small forward, definitely the weakest position. Yes. That's my thinking. I think, I think Shaq was the number one, like the, the second, third, there are some really good small forwards on the board. Don't get me wrong. Um, Prime pre injury Grant Hill. Like, I don't know if younger listeners can understand what an absolute freak that guy was and uh, how much, how much his game resembled the LeBron sort of arch archetype of, of player and how, how athletically freakish he was. And uh, yeah, pre without injuries, there's a world where Grant Hill is like one of the 10 best players of all time. So if I'm getting that, that six year stretch of Grant Hill, I, I like, I like that player quite a bit. So I'll go Grant Hill up front or in the small forward spot. Um, I'm tempted to go center since Danny jumped out front and got got the big one on the board. I just don't really know what to do with the power forward position, guys. I don't I don't know what to do. Are you sure? Because there's lead. 900 very good power forwards from this decade. I know. It's like every good player from the 90s was either Shaq or a power forward. <laughs> 
Well, and it's like, I know what the right pick is, but what does my heart say? You know, mm-hmm. what does my heart say? Kevin Garnett. Um, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Vin Baker. No. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go, I'm going to make the wrong pick, but I'm going to go with my heart and I'm going to feel better about it. I'm taking Dirk at yeah. the, uh, at this next spot. I almost took I him number one. I almost took I him number not two. Do it. I know, again, <laughs> genuinely, I know that's the wrong pick. I know I'm making a mistake, but the heart wants what the heart wants. So mm-hmm. I'll go Dirk there. I'm not kidding. I almost did take him number one. My going in, I was like, I'm taking Dirk, my first round pick. Don't, don't care. No matter what. And then I got first overall. I got to bring this to the, to the air. Uh, Tobin was having some internet issues tonight. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to record. And my wife was like, oh, I can just fill in for him. And my wife doesn't know anything about sports, doesn't care about sports at all. She was like, I bet I can name a few players from this era. And I was like, okay, do it. Go for it. <laughs> what you got? And she was like, Dirk. I was like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, <laughs> Magic Johnson. I was like, nope, 70s. <laughs> 70s? He was like, yeah, 70s, okay. Uh... That one guy with all the tattoos and the blonde hair. It's like yeah. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Like Kyle 80s. Kuzma. She's just like, oh, okay. Steph Curry. LeBron. No, no, not. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're done. We're done. We're not going to play this game anymore. So, uh, but she got one right and it was Dirk. So I'm sticking with my heart. I'm going with Dirk. Tobin, over to you, my friend. Good pick. I don't, I think I gave up. I, I think I'm going to give up on worrying about vibes because I just don't feel like that's going to be possible with some of these things. Oh, okay. So you're Mark Cuban. Gotcha. Yeah. But in the I'm 90s, sorry, it was you, different because they actually... give up on vibes with your first pick? Well, <laughs> I'm just saying this is going to make it even worse um, from a vibes perspective. I'm going Allen Iverson with my second oh, pick. Oh, man. Good pick. And Good we're going to score 170 points in the 90s era. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for the 30 for 30 on Iverson and Kobe playing together. And... uh so that's, it, is Iverson your point guard, or do you have two shooting guards? I'm going to put him at point. Fun. Yep. I'm not. I'm terrified of your, like, not playing your team. Like, I'm not like your team's good. Obviously, I'm not. But I'm like terrified of like my. They're going to kill my players. Uh, also, <laughs> maybe. Angry yeah. And they're going to murder. Hey, my this players. is the '90s. You can't mess around in the '90s. Like, you never that's know right. what you're going to come up against. Right. We all, we're wearing pajamas on the court. It's it's a whole other year, you know. It's yeah. a whole other era. So, okay. Danny, two two back to back picks here. Um, I I'm gonna secure my front court and take Tim Duncan. Smart. It's a uh, good luck with my combo of Shaq and Tim Duncan <laughs> playing '90s basketball. Yeah, we're in trouble. Really we're excited trouble. to see how yeah. Allen Iverson counteracts mm-hmm. that one. Um, man. Yeah, I mean, th- there are better, there are better players. I feel like point guard is deeper. Small forward is just kind of weak mm. in this decade. Like you look at this list, and it's like that's that's a lot of really good role players in mm-hmm. in the small forward position. And so I think I'm going to take a page out of the Brian playbook when you where you took Grant Hill. I'm going to take Tracy McGrady as a small forward. Ooh. Okay. A lot of scoring there, which you you need a little bit with Tim Duncan. Not that Tim Duncan was a bad scorer, but that gives you a yeah a pop. Yeah. That and he's he's versatile. If if I need him to to step out, he can step out. If I need him to sure. drive in, he can drive in. Lengthy defender, um, not the best player available, but yeah, again, it's just kind of a makes me nervy the the amount of small forwards that are out there. So yeah, I like it. I like it. 
Speaking of Tobin, speaking of you. that, I'm going to take Vince Carter as my small forward. Oh, okay. Ooh, now I'm running out of shooting guards. <laughs> shooting so guard I, is a is an interesting position in this draft. There's I a had, lot. I of, had Vince Carter and Allen Iverson both listed as shooting guards. Can, can, I had Vince as a shooting guard and, and Iverson as a point guard, but Iverson is like the quintessential, which is he kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, him and like Oscar Robertson, maybe um, like an NBA history, I think. Okay. All right. Are we, are we okay with Vince Carter being small for Because I mean, I, I think he is, but yes, I think that's fine. Yeah. But, oh yeah. I'm fine with we, it. We talk, we talk about this off the air of like, are we, how, how strongly are we going to hold the position and all that sort of stuff? And I think we just came to the general consensus of like, Shooting guards and small forwards, even in this era of basketball, a lot of them were were generally, you know, you're talking about like, well, my small forward six seven, and my shooting guard six six. So <laughs> it's like it's yeah. very they're very similar styles of play, um, even in this era. And power forward center, kind of the same thing. So uh, I, I'm totally, I had him as a shooting guard, but I, I think it's totally fine as a small forward. Yeah, I'm fine works. with it. I was just thinking out loud because my sm- my shooting guard list is dwindling quickly. Mm. Right, right. Okay, for me, I get back-to-back picks here. I gotta get, uh, I gotta get one of the 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 bigs. I gotta get a big center here with Dirk on my team. I need to go defensive-minded. Mm-hmm. Also, kind of probably need to get a little nasty because Grant Hill. One of the knocks on him was maybe is 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 he tough? All this sort of. I'm going Alonzo Morning at center. Man, that was yep. gonna be my next pick. Definitely. <sighs> And I feel like I had him number two on my board. The the peak Alonzo morning was 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 pretty nasty, mm-hmm. uh, but it is a major drop off from Shaq. But but uh, still, of the other centers that are here, I, I, I like him the best. And then I want to get my point guard. Also going to go a little defensive minded. Um, my favorite player to watch from the nineties. I've always said this: Dirk Nowitzki is my favorite player ever. Um, of these guys, Allen Iverson is probably my like second favorite player. My favorite player just just to watch play basketball um, for a long stretch of his career was Jason Kidd. So I'm going Jason Kidd in my point guard spot. Great pick. I'm going to get some playmaking. I'm going to get some defense. I'm going to have a little shooting and some versions of, <laughs> of this guy. Uh, and he's, he's a magnificent basketball player and a terrible basketball coach. My God. I'm so uh, just angry with him every every time he says, "Guys, I'm watching the game just like you are." It yeah. drives me insane. Well, he sticks his just sticks his hands in his pocket and just okay. Hey, 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 things. hey! No, no, no! It's not math time. Calm down. <clears throat> okay. Math time. My I'm gonna have to go big man. Thank God you're not taking a 13th shooting guard. I think I'm gonna have to go with Dikembe. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, Defensively, partly because he doesn't have to do anything on offense with those three guys on the, you know, on his mm-hmm. side. So he really can just kind of roam in the middle and do his thing. But also, there's the, the choices are very limited at this point at center. So, yeah, yeah, he was third on my my centers list for sure. So we each got one of the top three centers in my opinion. Yeah, whatever that matters. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna round out my guards. Got a couple couple options here i think i do i think there's one guy i like more but with the lineup that i'm building i think i need a shooter because tim and Mm. tim duncan Shaq are not creating a whole lot of space for guys to get to the bucket um and so i'm gonna go ray allen okay yeah um and that's more of a 
that's another like this is not at all the best player available, but I think it's probably the best for this lineup that I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a point guard. Need who's gonna get Ray Allen the ball, and I've got two that I'm kind of between. I think one is just a much more fun pick and one might be <laughs> the right pick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a, a Penny Hardaway at point guard. Yeah. Okay. Good pick. God, Good I love pick. that lineup. Penny Hardaway, Ray Allen, Tracy McGrady, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal. Feeling That's pretty, a very Orlando Magic lineup. You pretty there. good. <clears throat> I, you have three former Magic players and one player that almost got traded to the Magic. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Feels good. Way to go, Doc Rivers. Um, <laughs> man, I'm not okay. sure why they hired me either. I feel like I need to round up my starting lineup, but I also there's a there's a player that I want to take before he gets taken. Uh, but I'm gonna. Rayful Friends will be available later. You can wait. I think. <laughs> hey man, I had some major <laughs> Rayful Friends stock when he was on the Mavs. So okay. By the way, I don't know what I don't know why my perception was so skewed when I was researching for this episode. Did not realize Rayful Friends was only in the Mavs for like a season and a half. Yeah. In my mind, yeah. I was like, dude, eight seasons. He was here forever, <laughs> and he's like a staple. It's, of it's the... because it's because you group him in with all the other spare white centers we had yeah. over the years. It's like they all just kind of fit together you know he's also yeah, just Sean my, Bradley or Evan Ashmore I don't know he's my go-to know. like yeah. meme response whenever somebody's talking about right. the Mavs I'm like dude right. Rafe the friends forever <laughs> yes 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 I'm gonna go power forward and some of this is a heart pick some of this is I want some I want a junkyard dog at my power forward um I'm gonna go with Larry Johnson grandmama I'm oh, God, your team is going to kill everybody. It's going to be awesome. I'm so scared of not the t- basketball team that I'm playing against. I'm so scared. Of the- I, I truly think that <laughs> the abhorrent vibes that are pouring out. of your. I don't even think I think it's one of those things where like when they're clicking, like they're going to mow you down. But if like if, you know, if Allen Iverson comes in one day in a bad mood, it just it's like could set the whole thing down the burns. <laughs> Alan Iverson shows up in a like I don't really feel like practicing mood and Kobe takes a like uh freaking crowbar to his knees. Yeah, you got to think that Iverson <laughs> wouldn't get away with that with Kobe on the team. Like that was tr- truly a Larry Brown problem, not a Kobe problem, so <laughs> I think it's more about that that Kobe gets furious when Iverson stays out until literally seven o'clock in the morning comes in, doesn't really practice, and then drops 50 that yeah. night. And Kobe's just like, this is infuriating. Like, I haven't had fun in months. And I mean, he kind of did this just to like Shaq living his best in some life. ways. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. Except even more, I mean, way more party and in some ways way less like good reason for not yeah. working hard in practice and stuff. I mean, yeah. Some of the Iverson teams, you give him the excuse of like, he is literally the only person on this team who is like a capable NBA player. Some of it with Iverson, you're like, I don't know. You probably could work a little harder. I don't know. (laughs) Jack, you get like, hey, this dude is getting punched in the body 500 times a game. It's probably all right if he doesn't go that hard in practice. But uh, yeah, it would be, it would be interesting. It'd be interesting. Okay. Grandmama. Um, All right. Well, I, let me ask you guys a question. Do I have to round out my my starting lineup no. before I? No, you do, you man. 
So I can do whatever I want. Okay. Because I have like, there's like five shooting guards that are the peak of of that player is 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 about the same. Like they have maybe slightly different skill sets, but they all kind of top out at the at the same spot. I think I'd rather uh, shore up my my front line. I cannot believe this player got to me at, at this point, and I I feel like I'm I'm winning this thing. Uh, I'm taking Kevin Garnett obviously here um, as as somehow the backup big on on this team. Uh, I feel great about that. That that solidifies some some stuff for me. That's and straight then, petty for me. That's why I'm not taking him. So <laughs> Brad is so mad right now, guys, that y'all let him slide as far as you did, which is also fun. We like I to have make bad Brad vibes, but I ain't going that bad. So, <laughs> dude, I mean, really, you got? I'm, 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 I'm joking. Sure? I'm joking. Way I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, what do I do here? Do I fill this spot or should I center position remains kind of, kind of lackluster, but I could, I could always shift Garnett to center if I have to. Um, yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to get another, you know what? I, there's a better small forward on the board, but I don't like him. Um, I'm going. I'm going Sean Marion. I'm going Sean Marion here. Yeah. Be my my off bench small forward. I I know I'm I'm passing on some better players, but I like the fit better here with with Marion with the Matrix coming off my bench with with KG. You're also oh, making like the 2011 this. Mavs championship team, so maybe yeah. maybe so. We'll see. Don't blame you. It's okay. Dude, Alonzo Morning <laughs> killed it on that team. <laughs> Dude, if we had Alonzo Morning and Tyson Chandler, we would have won forever. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay. Okay. Man, I'm I'm really like you were just talking about Kevin Garnett dropping and mm-hmm. like putting this player on the bench hurts my soul. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. I have two options here. Uh, but I'm going to go, he's the reason I wear 13 in all my old adult softball leagues. I'm going to go with Steve Nash. Nice. That's my backup point guard. Very I was, nice. I was probably taking him next round. Good pick. I feel like Iverson comes in to do, to run the offense and Nash comes in to feed everybody. Like I feel like in my head that works. Yeah. You could play so, them together yeah. occasionally too. Mm-hmm. It's a tough defensive backcourt, but, uh, offensively that's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, my my guards list is dwindling, and it's make I don't want to stress about it the rest of this draft. So I'm going to get my last two guards just out of the way. Um, my backup shooting guard is Jerry Stackhouse. Great pick. Nice. Great pick. And I feel I feel good about that. And then my backup point guard is Gary Payton. Nice. Great pick. Yeah. Jerry Stackhouse is the reason why I wore those ugly Fila shoes from back yeah. in the nineties. I loved those. I love Jerry Stackhouse and I bought those shoes because I love Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah. That was pre Mavs too. When he got in the Mavs, I was pumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. No, I was, I was a, I was a Stackhouse guy as well. I wore the Fila for Grant Hill and Jamal Mashburn. Uh, Stackhouse was the third reason on that, but, uh, I had them. I had the Mashburns at one point, and I thought I was 
pretty styling, guys. I was pretty happy about those. So, all right, Tobin, back to you. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take the other player I was struggling with. I'm gonna take Nick Van Ansel as my backup two Dang guard. It. You son of a gun. And I don't care that he may not be the best person left, but Nick Van Ansel decidedly makes me the coolest team now. Like I, di- I already have the coolest team. I don't, nothing else can can take that away from me. So. <laughs> I love Nick Van Exel. I was I was hoping um I was hoping he'd slide there. I couldn't decide between Peyton and Nash last time around. I was kind of hoping well, you guys just totally screwed me. I was hoping that one of y'all would pick one of them and I would I would then get to choose the other or that both of them would go and I would feel good about taking Nick Van Exel here and instead give none of them. All three it's of okay, man. Left, you got so. Kansas Jayhawk Jock Vaughn. You can take him. <laughs> Can I draft him as an assistant coach, or is that no, not okay? I God, Sham God's available if you need him. It's also true. <laughs> I've definitely got to get a guard with one of these two picks, whether a point guard or or a shooting guard. I gotta I gotta start filling out my guard rotation, and and then I look at the centers. I'm like, there's just I I feel like there's a guy that might continue to slide. But if I don't get him, I'm going to be kind of bummed out because the rest of the center rotation is pretty bad. So I'm going, I'm going one of the greatest, maybe the greatest undrafted players of all time. I'm going Ben Wallace. Smart. Here. We're going to play mega defense. I'm going straight from from Alonzo Mourning to Ben Wallace off the bench. Hold um, on, I I do have a a quick question. Mm-hmm. We're Picking players Ooh. that were drafted in the nineties. He's got a point. He his rookie season was ninety six, but he didn't get drafted. He was undrafted. He didn't get drafted. Just throwing it out there. Wasn't drafted. That's at true. All. The rules were drafted in the nineties. Okay, <laughs> if we want to do this, then I'm, let's do it. <laughs> just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are just jealous of my great pick. Um, ben Wallace there. I gotta get a guard. Gotta get I do guard. love Let's that you go. just got done saying, "Man, I've got a lot of bigs. I need some guards. I'm going to take Ben Wallace." <laughs> <laughs> but I have back to back picks. I knew one of them's got to be a guard. One of them's got to be a guard. Um, I'm going to go with the shooting guard that I believe. I think I'll have a shot at one of the other shooting guards later. And this guy, I can decide. I know he'll be okay coming off the bench. I also could use him as a point guard in a pinch if I have to. I'm going Manu Ginobili as my shooting guard here. I believe he was the last pick in the draft in like 99. I think he was the second to last, but yeah. Okay. He was definitely late second round for sure. <clears throat> I didn't even have him on my board. Did not realize he was even an option. I just com- he didn't start playing until like a couple that, years later, but yeah, that might have been that, why I, I just completely I would not have stressed out so much about getting guards <laughs> if I had Manu Ginobili sure. in my back pocket. Uh, okay, this is where I start getting overthinking. <laughs> There's still great guards left. Tell me, that didn't sound like you at all, buddy. Are you okay? I don't really need another guard. Um. In the in the spirit of their best five or six years, and mm-hmm. I think he can play power forward or center. I'm gonna go with Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. 
Had him on my board. That's a good one. As a backup power forward, but he is versatile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Good pick. Okay. Um, I've got Gary Payton as my backup point guard. I kind of like the idea of anchoring anchoring either side of the court with just a standout <laughs> defensive guy on my backup rotation. So I'm going to go Marcus Camby. Ooh, nice. One of my favorites. As my backup center. It just there's just something really comforting knowing that like if we're in a pinch, if we need some extra post defense, I've got Marcus Camby in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine yeah, like the it. practices of scrimmages of Marcus Camby versus Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> like <laughs> in their primes. It would have been like interesting to watch, but man. Yeah. Marcus can be weighed like 20 pounds when he was drafted. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. If you put like nuggets can be in that rotation ver- instead of like little skinny Knicks, Marcus can or Raptors, Marcus can then that be, that becomes really interesting for sure. All right. I could use some scoring. I could use some rebounding. I'm going to take Chris Weber. Smart. It's a good one. Yeah. My next pick is my backup power forward. I think this is one of those that he probably fell because just he's one of those dudes where you think about him, you're like, something's off about that dude. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've heard so him as a Clark commentator for years. We, yeah, we know something's right. off about that dude. So yeah, he's a really good kind of bas- a loser, but <laughs> yeah, really good basketball player. Right, right. Really, like, there was like a three or four year stretch where Chris Weber and if you got Chris Weber in a fantasy league, you're just like yeah. every night I'm just racking up points because he would. He would pretty routinely do 20, 12, 4, 2, and 2, you know? And you're just like, oh, yes, this is this is crushing. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it, most of the time it re- led to a whole lot of wins, but that's not that doesn't really matter in this situation. So Right. Yeah, that's good. Good pick. Uh, okay. I feel like my team has – we have shooters, but we don't have lights out three-point shooters, I don't think. So my guy, do what? Are you, I think you're going to take my guy. I'm going to take Peja Stojakovic yeah. as Dang my it. backup small forward. Nice. Three point St- Stojakovic, Sacramento King Stojakovic gave me nightmares. He was a problem. I love yeah. him, man. Yeah. And I loved him my- on our team. But mm-hmm. I'm if I'm like making an all 90s team on my bench and I'm looking at. Those Kings teams, man, like he he felt like he couldn't miss for years on those teams. It was insane. So I love that pick for me. Yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome. Okay. Last two picks for me. The best player on the board, and and I would probably say by a by a wide margin, does not fit for me. I don't I don't think that I can make a case that he could slide down to to shooting guard um, or point guard, which is where I have spots open. So I'm, I'm interested to see if I'm interested to see if he goes to one of you guys. I don't totally know what your roster situations are, but I think I know who you're talking about and he does not fit mine either. So, okay. It'd be interesting to see how interesting it's interesting. Okay. I need guards. I need, I probably need a point guard and a shooting guard. I can maybe make a case of, there's a there's a shooting guard I can maybe make as sort of a sort of a point guard. He was a point guard in college. I I really wanted to go. Nah, I'm gonna do this. I'm going Chauncey Billups. 
Yeah. As my backup point guard. And then there's still like like four shooting <laughs> guards. They're all, like I said, when y'all took Stackhouse, he was in this group. There's 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 others that like the peak of who they are was about the same across the board almost. A couple of them are better at defense than the others, a couple of better shooters. I let me see, who do I have here? Who's on my team? What kind of what kind of vibe do I need here? Um What the heck? I can't not. I, I can't not take Michael Finley. There, yeah, might, might be better choices. Might be better choices. They're all like, if it's if it's two K, it's like they're all eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty seven. Like they're all right there in the in that group. Michael Finley was was my dude for a while, so I'll I'll go. And should have been on I'll the two thousand eleven Mavs team. So <laughs> what it could have should have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go Finley. There's there's three other dope shooting guards that are still there. And I, I like all of them. Those are all some of my favorite players from, from this era. So I guess I'm interested to see what you guys do to, uh, to finish out your rosters and then we'll do, move to, I guess, let me ask a clarifying question because I, mm-hmm. do I have to have two of every position? I think you kind of do ish. Okay. I think you do. At least my thinking was like the guy that, that that I said like is clearly the best player on the board doesn't fit because he's a small forward. I do not have a small forward slot, and I don't think I can make a case that Grant Hill or Sean Marion really were shooting guards either. So I I think yeah, I think you kind of got to be able to to say here's you know whatever slot you have open on your team. I think that's kind of what you got to fill. Yeah, I didn't take Paul Pierce because I needed shoot three point shooting. Um, mm. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about at this point. It is. Um, yeah. So I guess theoretically you should say I t- should have taken him over Stoyakovich, but I stand by it. Okay. Um, but I also don't feel like I need to have four guards on my bench. So I will go with what I was originally planning. You, you know, I'm going to lean into it. Uh, backup power forward can also play center. I'm thinking through like his his first part of his career when he was – pretty defensively like pretty lights out pretty you know but i'm taking rasheed wallace yeah you yeah. are that's the other best player on the board i think by by jailblazers rasheed wallace yeah. was a problem in so many ways but especially he was also a problem in the in the game so mm. yeah and i guess i get, i guess i'm kind of getting champion rasheed wallace a little bit too so yeah. yeah. You're getting all the Rashid Wallace experience, I think. Yeah. Which is up and down, to, to say the least. By the way, I almost said this and I was like, I'm not quite sure on that. I need to check on it. Pedro was fourth in, in MVP voting in 04. Yeah. He was crazy. So, just a little. I, I don't feel like I need to justify it to a, a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, no, no, but, no. no. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think people forget how amazing he was in those Weber Kings runs. Like, his his like prime was very short where he was that level of player, you know, really only like a two or three year window probably before he just kind of went back to just being like an incredible shooter and, and which is its own thing. I just, anyway, I, I, when you, when you drafted him, I was like, man, I really feel like there was a moment where he was, he was very high on MVP list. And I, and yeah, that's true. Yeah. That Pierce year he shot as, 40, as seventh he MVP shot 44% in from three that year. 
and 93% yeah. from the free throw line and averaged 24 points a game. Like that's insane. Yeah. He was, he was a monster. Yeah. Cool. All right, Danny, you get to finish this off. Yeah. Uh, last pick. I'm going to take uh poopy pants, Paul Pierce. <laughs> yeah. You do have a small Need forward spot. Yeah. Yeah. And small, small yeah. forward is my last, my last position I need. It was between him and Rip Hamilton. I like Rip Hamilton better. Cause I kind of hate, Paul Pierce. Paul <laughs> Pierce, is, he's just obviously better. Kind okay. of everything. Yeah. So it's good. Easy call there. All right. How about before we do coach and, and, and Jersey, how about some guys that, uh, that didn't get drafted, but were somewhere on your board. Uh, <laughs> I'll start with you, Danny. Do you got any, you got anybody that, that jumps to mind besides Richard Rip Hamilton? Yeah, Rip Hamilton's the first one. Uh, Tim Hardaway, Starberry, uh, mm. Steve Francis on my board. Ooh, I forgot uh, about him. Sean Kemp was a big one that didn't get. I think he's 80s, though. I think he's Is 80s. he? Yeah, Hardaway is 90s, yeah. too, or 80s, too. Yeah, Hardaway and Kemp, I think, are both 89 or 88. Um, I definitely oh, would have yeah, taken Kemp. Sorry, Sean Kemp. I, so when I look, when I Google, or when I put him into basketball reference, his, he made his debut in November of 89, but basketball reference, when you, when you put him in the search bar, has him starting in 1990. Yeah, yeah for what it's worth, there are a lot of great right. 90s players in the 1989 draft, like yeah. Kemp, Blaylock. Hardaway was in that draft. Glenn Rice, too, yeah. Hardaway. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, BJ Armstrong. Cloud, you know. right. Yeah, <laughs> they did the same thing with Tim Hardaway. When you look up Tim Hardaway, it has him as yeah, 1990 right. to 2003, right. so I think yeah. that's why I... But I didn't take him, so yeah. that's fine. Uh, Keith Van Horn, big one we missed. <laughs> okay. Oh, you kidding man. me? Tube socks? Tube socks all the way up to his knees? Are you kidding me? Gosh, yeah. No wanna... leggings, just tube socks? Yeah. Not my guy. I hate white players, obviously, <laughs> and white people, right. generally speaking. Well, of but, course. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Antoine right. Jameson, Andre yeah, Karolinko, AK-47. Yeah. you kidding me? Didn't take Great that guy? Yeah. Sean Bradley? <laughs> uh, big Shot Bob, Robert Ori, Elton Brand. Yeah. Ori, when we were take. inside baseball, when we were talking about doing deep bench and six mans, Ori was on my list of like, he's got to yeah, be same. on the bench. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why I wrote him down at first. Elton Brand, I think, would have been a good pick if, if there weren't yeah. just 12,000 really excellent power forwards from the 90s. Yeah. He was, he, he was my next guy in center, and I was just going to have to make the case because yeah. he was a center later in his career that, that he sort of was a center. Uh, or you know, yeah. here as well, but in his prime, which he kind of wasn't. Yeah. But, but really, Sean Bradley's yeah. the big one that didn't get picked that I'm upset <laughs> about. You. Tobin, what about you? Any yeah, I had some that? of those, some other big ones. Like some of these are close to my heart, but some of them are actually legitimate. Um, Sam Cassell was a big one. Yeah, uh, big balls, Cassell. Damon Stoudemire, I, I love Damon Stoudemire, but he probably is not. Latrell Sprewell had a stretch where he was really good. He was on my shooting, shooting guard list. Uh, Jason Terry was an, was another one. Um, yeah. And then like Jamal Mashburn, the Mavs guy, Juwan Howard was on my power forward list. Antoine Walker yeah. as well mm-hmm. when he was, you know, yep. he had a good stretch too. Um, I think it's basically it of other players that Danny didn't list. Kurt Thomas is another one of mine that I think if, mm-hmm. you know, if you're talking about, you know, quintessential power forward, he's that guy also played for 27 years. So, Okay. Yeah. Those are all good ones. Um, Terrell Brandon, somebody mm-hmm. I loved, yeah. was kind of obsessed with him a couple times, all-star. Um, the shooting guards that I mentioned, I had, like, Michael Finley, Eddie Jones, Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston, 
Jerry Stackhouse, all are like very similar players just in terms of their overall mm-hmm. impact. Uh, I think Spree made four all-star teams. Everybody else in that group made two. Some of them were like Eddie Jones Spree and Spreewell were both like much better defenders than the other guys were. Um, but, uh, you know, Finley was a, was a pretty great athlete. Spreewell was, was my guy. I loved I'd like even the whole, like he choked a coach. I'm like, yeah, man, he probably deserved it. I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, I mean, I we've all seen the dice. pictures of your okay. cornrows. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Loved all those guys. Those were, those were good ones. I mentioned Ben Baker. He was a beast until, until he wasn't, uh, Antonio McDyess is kind of a what if guy. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of Baron Davis. Yeah. Baron Davis, when he cared about basketball was, a was a freak. So, yeah. Um, while we're still talking players before we get into the jerseys and the coach, since we are doing yeah. kind of a crossover with the rankings, I did get a couple emails from listeners. Yeah. Let's do Why it. Why don't you get let's these out of the way while we're still kind of in talking about players mode. Um, First one is from Ryan Yeager, who's kind of my enemy, kind of my friend. We'll see. Kind of depends on the day. Yeager has this frustrating habit of making, like, one really excellent pick or, like, like whatever on his rankings and then one mm-hmm. that is just so out of bounds it infuriates me. So uh, I'm excited to see how he screws up here. Uh, he says, 90s NBA is one of my favorite things in the entire world. I'll definitely geek out during this episode. So I know you're going to talk about all the greats with the players on your team. So I put together my team of underappreciated NBA players drafted in the 90s. I like it already. Yeah. Uh, I like this. His point guard is Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Yes. yes. Love that. Yes. Love so there's, there's that. a reason videos will pop up on YouTube, TikTok, et cetera, about him. He was incredible. One of my favorite non-Bulls players in the early 90s. Mm. Uh, yeah. His two guard yeah. is Eddie Jones. Love it. Says he was a good scorer and a great defender. Outside of Jordan Pippen Rodman, my other two favorite trios were Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel, and Cedric Sabalos on the Lakers. Yeah, dude. And then yeah. the three J's, Jason Kidd, Jamal Mashburn, and Jim Jackson on the Mavs. Jaeger's speaking my language He's now. doing yeah. really good The so only far. time I've ever liked the Lakers was was the Van Exel, Eddie Jones, Ced Sabalos era. That was – they were not very good at basketball, but, man, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, his small forward is Peja, Peja Stoyakovic, the type of guy you love to have on your team but and hate to play against your team. I was the latter. I don't know why, but I've always hated the Kings. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, his power forward is the Googs, Tom Gugliota. <laughs> he said, so consistent. We'll get you close to 15 and 10 almost every single night. Uh, his center is Eldon Campbell. Yeah, oh, dude, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, he said another very yeah. consistent guy would go out there and flirt with a double double, maybe a couple blocks, steals. Dude was a beast in NBA hang time on Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. uh, his coach, I would obviously say Phil Jackson, but for funsies, I'm going to say Lenny Wilkins because he always seemed like a likable guy. Yeah. Uh, for his jersey, he said again, my obvious answer would be the Bulls, specifically the black with pinstripes version they debuted in '95. But for fun, I'm going to say the Rocky Mountain logo Nuggets jerseys. Okay. All right. See, I'm telling you, he does one pick every time yeah. where you're just like, Jaeger, you're doing so good. And then you got weird. <laughs> it's a bad pick. There's so many cool jerseys in the 90s. Uh, yeah. He says, Brian, pleasure as always. Tobin, thanks for the book wreck of your favorite band is killing me. Very interesting Ooh. read. Oh, great book. Danny, great well, book. what can I say? Go fly a kite in traffic. Just kidding. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> this one is in the refrigerator. <laughs> the door is closed. The lights out. The eggs are cool and the butter's getting hard and the jello's jiggling. Thanks, Jaeger. You almost had a really great email. So <laughs> close. And then you told me to die. <laughs> Thin ice, pal. Uh, the next one's from Ty. Ty is Ty has strep throat. Who? Yeah. 
Uh, he is strep throat is the reason that he couldn't record okay. and just said, hey, mm-hmm. idiot, it's up to you this Convenient week. Convenient excuse. I know. Yeah, yeah. I think he's lying. Yeah. He said, I know y'all are going to name all the great players, so I'm going to make a team made up of only undrafted players. Oh, okay. Uh, his, is on there. It is. Uh, his point guard is David Wesley. Nice. Yeah. His sh- Baylor's own. Shooting yeah. guard is Raja Bell. Ooh. I hate that guy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hate that guy, his small forward is Bruce Bowen. Oh, I hope Bruce Bowen has diarrhea <laughs> every day, every day, every like, single and, day, and like, and not like, not like, hey, you ate a Taco Bell diarrhea, like, yeah, like other people are like, dude, are you okay? Yeah. Diarrhea, and he has to change his pants multiple times a day, and like worried I about dehydration but, but, type diarrhea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish nothing but pain and frustration on Bruce Bowen. Yeah, uh, his power forward is Ben Wallace. He said probably the greatest undrafted player of all time, uh, and his center is wow. Brad Miller. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, he did have a bench, Chris the Birdman Anderson, which is a very tie pick. It's All of these are very tie picks, Danny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Mike James. Okay. Uh, Former Maverick great. Chucky yeah. Atkins. Ooh, good. <laughs> okay. Pablo Prigioni? Prigi- oh, yeah. Who's that? Pablo. I've never even heard of him. He played with the Knicks for a little while. He's 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 got a. He, I'll send you a picture. You'll recognize him. You'll be like, oh, I want to punch this guy. And mm. that. Well, it makes yeah. sense. So he's uh-huh. a tie tie guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, his next or the last one is Adrian Griffin. His last part oh, of the bench. Nice. His Rip. his head coach yeah. is Pat Riley. He says, I know Phil Jackson's the right answer here, but Pat has that something that makes a player want to run through a brick wall for him. Uh, and his jersey, it's, it's the gel. Yeah, it's got to be and drugs. His but jersey yeah. is the 1996 NBA All Star jersey, which I was like, that's a weird pick. And then he sent me a picture of it, and he's right, it's rad. It's like teal. Is that the Spurs one? Yeah, yeah, the, that's a great. It's jersey. a really sick. Wait, jersey. which one is it? Great the one jersey. that has like the the teal with like the num with like the yeah. the yeah. peppers and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's there's two it, from that era that are basically the same thing, but one's like Fiesta theme yeah, one of them's another the one. Yeah. one nice yeah because the other one i i believe i believe the other one tobin was like i'm looking at this poster i have on the wall because i've got this jersey on there somewhere but it's like two-toned it was yes uh, you're right. once the front the front was teal and the back was purple and then the other conference it was the reverse of that i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that was 94 95 or something maybe 90 pretty sure that's what i'm thinking but maybe maybe it's Maybe this is the same jersey. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's a good one. It's yep. a good jersey. That was the last email. Just okay. wanted to get those out of the way while we we're still talking about player mode. I like it. That was, that was, those were good picks, Ty. I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> normally uh, your taste is just terrible. So um, I like, I like that now. Feel better, buddy. Um, you would do coaches or jerseys first? Uh, coaches. I think it's less interesting, Kay. personally. Coaches first. Danny, lead us off. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're the two pretty obvious ones, um, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I want to have. I'm going to go Chuck Daly because I think it's more fun. Oh man, that was going to be my. Pick. I, I, I love a defensive-minded <sighs> coach, um, especially because I have so many deeply talented offensive players. I feel like I'm going to uh-huh. need more of a defensive-minded coach because these guys can just kind of do whatever they want on offense, and we'll be fine. Okay, all right, I like it. I like it. The- the original Team USA coach, the dream team coach. Yeah. It's a good one. I like it. Tobin, over to you, buddy. I I, feel, I don't know. I feel like I didn't want to do the obvious thing, kind of like Danny, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I need someone that can rain, clearly <laughs> rein in these guys. And so uh-huh. I'm yeah. going Greg Popovich. Okay. Ballsy. Not a great you, 90s coach, was he? He won. He got he won a, a title. Ti- he won two he titles in this, three titles in this era that we're talking about. From from ninety four to two thousand, uh, he got one. He got he one title in the nineties. Co- he was the assistant coach when he won the first two, right? No, or, N- no, he was the head coach on the ninety nine team that won the title. And they won in okay. 03 too, and in 05, If you want to go that far, we said ninety four to two thousand four. So that's my that's my reasoning behind it. Okay, because I love Popovich. I know that he had some regular season issues. Like they weren't as great that in that timing, but I don't, I don't like, I don't know. That's that. Anyway, I'm going to stand by it. I'm standing by it. Okay. I mean, you pick the greatest coach of all time. I just think <clears throat> that's not uh, he, a nineties. He won in the I'm strike like, year in the nineties. Yeah. 99. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, I'm just going to say, I'm not picking Phil Jackson cause he is a beat down. Um, Same. yeah. If you want to say he's the greatest coach, I don't. That's totally fine. I have nothing to negative to say about his his uh, his his team's production for all of the years where he was a head coach, except in New York, um, where it was a complete disaster. But I, I'm so beaten by Phil Jackson. I just I don't I don't think I could do it. I don't think I can do it. Um, I know this is a very stupid thing to bring into a hypothetical. Given it's also just too obvious to be fun, so I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah. So to me, Chuck Daly was the guy I was going to pick. That's a great pick, Danny. Um, Pat is an obvious answer. Mm -hmm. Pat also has his own beatdown, but it's a different kind of beatdown. And I'm I've always been a Pat guy, even when he's kind of the worst. I'm gonna go for the vibes here. Because here's the deal. I like this team I've got. I've got a good mix. I've got some really great defensive players on this team. Um, and then I have Dirk, who's not, and a couple others who are, you know, mid-defensive defensive players. I feel like I'm going to be okay defensively. I want a genius running the offense. I want the vibes. I'm doing it. I'm going Don Nelson. Nice. I want Don Nelson as my Thank coach you. on this team. Thank you for doing this. Somebody <laughs> had to. I just think it'll be more fun and, and the, you know, the locker room will be a blast. You, you'll have to have it fumigated pretty frequently, but, um, (laughs) that's okay. And, uh, I don't know. Don Nelson always seemed like he had more fun coaching than a lot of these other guys did. I certainly don't want like, like Jerry Sloan or somebody like that. Pat Riley or Phil Jackson is the right pick. I acknowledge this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don Nelson's the one that I want in this situation. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Jersey. Uh, Danny, you start, just, you just, you go first again. I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll bring up, I'll clean Ooh, up. Okay. It's kind of stressful then. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go the Vancouver Grizzlies teal with black trim. <laughs> Let's get weird. Okay. Who cares, dude? I, these are so nineties, like so deeply hit you in the face nineties. And like, if yeah. we're doing a nineties draft, why not just go fully into it? You know? I feel like Tobin and I have debated this several times over the years of, I actually don't like most of the nineties jerseys and I feel like you're more on, on board Tobin. Am I wrong on that? Uh, No, I also think that they have become endearing over the last five to 10 years too. I love them. 
I I didn't mind. Okay, the perfect example of that is the Pistons jerseys when they came out in the 90s. Uh, yeah. I hated them. And, and a lot of that was because I, they got rid of the classic jerseys. But when they... But now you look back on it, and it's like, you know what? That's actually kind of dope, and it's kind of cool, campy, you know. But I think back then I hated it. But I'm going to go with a jersey that I loved in the moment, and I wish was more teams would do stuff like this. And I'm going with the Raptors' original yeah. purples. Mm, yeah. It was also on my list. Same. And honestly, like, Same. I think the whites are good, too. But I the if, you, if you're from around where we're from – uh, the, the high school that I lived by was renaming their school a couple of years ago for reasons. And one of the choices was, uh, was Raptors. And I was just like, you have to go with that. Like no other high yeah. school has that. And they went with the lame one. Um, and I just, it bums me out like beyond belief uh-huh. that they did that. Cause like you could have had Toronto Raptors jerseys in high school and like, it would have been so cool, but yeah. Right, I thought it was weird that they changed the school to the Robert E. Lee Rebels, but <laughs> that's, that's what they chose. That's, that's what, what they changed. Texas. That's what. <laughs> is that that's actually what, what it was? That's from? what it was from. Yes, uh, they were the Rebels. I was, ma- <laughs> I was making an over-the-top joke, but nope. sure, <laughs> they weren't no. the Robert E. Lee, no. but they it were definitely Texas the Rebels. Forever. It was the Rebels. It was the Rebels, and and they they definitely used some icono- iconography, and uh, yeah, that was the. That was a tough and yes, one. When I said a couple uh, years ago, it was literally a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're definitely short of a decade for sure. Um, so let's Texas man. Um, okay. Yeah, this I think part of my so I'm the exact opposite of you, Tobin. Like in nineteen ninety six, I had I had the Grant Hill reversible uh starter jersey yeah. with which was let me tell you, I did not have a lot of high ticket items in my in my wardrobe, but that was that was a big one. Um, I liked it at the time. I do not like them. Like two years later, I was like, "Gosh, these just they all look like pajamas." <laughs> uh, and I I hate I do, I do not. I think that is part of it, though. It's that there were like twelve teams that all went to the same stylist that year and and got the same pajama y giant jerseys. I think that's part and of and the Grizzlies and, and Raptors were were expansion. So like you got the you got right, the teams that switched right. and the expansion at the same time. Right. So, but like the the Hawks, the Rockets, the Sonics. That's the one that that really bums Ooh. me out because the Sonics had beautiful, yeah. incredible jerseys. That might honestly be my pick is the the pre changeover. That was a mistake. Jerseys. You're with that one. Some of the best ones ever. The Pistons, the Jazz, uh, the Bucks. They all had these ridiculous looking again pajama e jerseys and I, I think that's my I think that's my beef. I am torn between going classic Sonics, which are incredible jerseys, the the white uh over you know as the the across the chest with the Sonics. Gosh. I really it really still I know I've said this on the show before. It really bums me out that the best era of Sonics basketball from our lifetimes, when they actually went to the finals, when they actually had a real chance to do it, they were doing it in pajamas instead of in those glorious jerseys. Um, and the worst before. shade of green uh, too. Like that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that Hunter green is, is awful. So I'm very, I'm torn between sticking with the Sonics jerseys that I love 
were going and really making Tobin angry and leaning into the pinstripes because this is a, an incredible era for pinstripe jerseys. Um, you could go Magic, you could go Hornets, you could go Bulls. I love that black Bulls jersey. That was, oh, that was so good. Um, I'm gonna just for the fun of it. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Hornets. I'm gonna go with like the original Hornets uh, with the pinstripe with the teal, and then their alternate was the purple. Yeah. It was just so bright and different. And you, that team was so fun with 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 LJ and Muggsy Bogues and Alonzo Mourning and Kendall Gill and uh, and all of those guys. And that that team was so universally beloved, um, despite being like only a couple years out of out of expansion. And, and I think part of it was the starter jacket culture mm-hmm. and and how many people had a Hornets starter jacket during this era in in the suburbs of Dallas, Texas. And we're just like all in on, on Hornets culture, um, was such a cool thing. So I'm going, I'm going for with what Hornets, it's worth. Hornets that's the one that acceptable pinstripe. So <laughs> the magic's pinstripes were pretty yeah, great in this era too. too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the bulls pinstripes too. I think, I think those are bulls are pretty much always had, pretty much always have great jerseys. So love. That. I only wrote too, down so. four jerseys and three of them were taken. So, okay. Well done. Yeah. What was the your other fourth? one I wrote down the the Sun Sunkissed. Yeah. Those Charles Barkley jersey. Yeah, that was the other one I had too. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Good good call there. Raptors was was on my short list too. That's a that's one of my favorites. Coop has a has a Vince Carter Raptors jersey, Mitchell and Ness from this era that actually came down was hand me down from from Tobin's yep. kid. And uh, <laughs> every time he wears it, he gets people like, look look at you, dude. This is awesome. So that's a cool time. Good time. Okay, cool. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. Bring your basketball buddies around to listen to this podcast. Helps us greatly to carve out a little space in this very cramped podcast market. And leave us a five-star rating or a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And in that review, tell us the most obscure or random NBA jersey that you own or have owned in the past. And we'd like to read those out at the end of the show. Danny, uh, thanks for being here, number one. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two, tell... Tell any of our spread the floor listeners who are not Rank Kings listeners, tell them where to find you. Give us the little the 30 second spiel on uh, on Rankings. Yeah, Instagram and TikTok at Rank Kings Pod. There's a double K in the middle of of Rank Kings. Uh our we have a free Discord to join that is fairly active. We got uh, 80 some people in there, I think last time I checked, that are talking about our episodes and giving us ideas and making fun of us and it's it's all very good. Uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Rank Kings podcast, where we're pumping out two bonus episodes per month. You also get to tell us topics you want us to rank, even the chance to be on the show as a guest judge. So awesome. Awesome. We love rankings. Tobin and I have both been on, on the show many, many times. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's good to have you. Thanks for being here. Um, we'll be back next week talking all things NBA uh, as we, we head into the, the home stretch of the season. We're moving towards the, to- the uh, playoffs, Tobin. So right around the corner at this point. We get to kind of get a feel now for like who the real contenders are and stuff. So it'll be very interesting these last few weeks of basketball season. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And until then, stay hard, Rodney Rogers.